I remember when I was younger, I would, like, I had no siblings growing up, mm. and uh, I would want to play as a Luigi, so I would, <laughs> yeah. on the first Mario Brothers game, I would just kill Mario at a certain point, <laughs> and then, then I would just play the actual yeah. game as a Luigi, oh, even though amazing. it was just, like, different colors, like uh-huh. white and green. Uh, made enough of a difference to me that I was willing to murder an Italian plumber. <laughs> you know? Hey, you have your priorities, though. You know, everybody does. You know, um, you got to do what you got to do Yeah, do what you want in this world. Listen, and I, I do have uh, many siblings, so I played as Luigi a lot. And I've always like they're liked... they're very tiny? They're, yeah, they're very tiny siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't see them very often anymore because <laughs> they've gotten smaller over the years. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. But yeah, uh, I always liked... I always liked uh, being Luigi, though. Uh, I, I grew mm-hmm. up with lots of siblings, and, and uh, so got relegated to that space anyway. But um, I always liked him whenever I played, like, uh, Super Mario... or sorry, Mario Kart uh, on, on oh, yeah. uh, the N64. I like... Uh, not Toad. I like... Um, no. Yoshi. No. Toad is forever ruined now. <laughs> <laughs> I like Yoshi. He's my favorite. But then Luigi's uh, probably my second favorite because he is so... Uh, can be so little and stuff and, and get around yeah. he's like i like his weight distribution you could say yeah on mario i think Kart. he's faster right yeah i feel like he's faster than like faster. mario like a little bit and yeah. a little more agile i don't know but uh yeah so i'm with you i like i like luigi mm-hmm. as well i never tried to kill mario over it but i get your point mm-hmm. i i support it i went to his house at night i said die mario <laughs> i put a pillow over his face did you ever call him mario i hate that no it's no. Mario, right? Yeah. I think maybe it's like a, a coastal thing. These coastal elites over on the <laughs> east coast. I, I think it's just a, an accent. You know, they, I feel like John Leguizamo says that in the Super Mario Brothers movie. I feel like he's like mm-hmm. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. And it yeah. has always driven me crazy. I think it might just be, like you said, like an east coast type thing, whatever. But, man, mm-hmm. Mario. Oh, it's just like... It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I hate it so much. And I keep saying it right now. I don't know why. Mario. Ugh. Gross. Now you're addicted to it. I am. I'm like addicted to the shitters. Gross. <laughs> anyway. Did you know there was a uh, uh, a cheat code on Mario Kart, going back to that, no, where instead of carts, you could have them drive around on like little toilets? It's called Mario Shark. <laughs> Once again, I was like, I don't know if you're pulling a bit right now. <laughs> you do have such a straight face. Uh, but listen, mm-hmm. uh, you went there, and now it's now it's on the podcast universe. It's out there in the mm-hmm. you know, ether. You're welcome so. world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what do you say we're doing it? Sure. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm Steven. I'm Brent, I guess. <laughs> Brent is kind of a person right now. He, uh, yeah, he just got through uh, a big endeavor, but we'll get into that in here a little bit. Uh, yeah. I guess we should say the name of the show as well, so we'll... Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Oh my God, I'm on the wrong show. No. <laughs> Britt Brit records five podcasts, if people didn't know that. Uh, four of them mm-hmm. are off the air right now, but uh, he forgets what we're recording. Oh yeah, they're not published. <laughs> they're just for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> private collection, is what you call it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The private's yeah. collection? It's, uh, they're all... I, I, I'm just letting them age a little bit, so okay. eventually they'll, they'll all be Brentage. <laughs> You're just nailing the puns tonight. Man. That's all I've got. Yeah, well, yeah, it's good, mm-hmm. so. Uh, but yeah, so Brent, uh, 
Hello. You are probably a little tired, I imagine. Uh, a little bit. You just got through a big endeavor. Would you like to kind of frame that up, and we'll talk about it maybe a little bit later after some mini topics? Sure, yeah. So on the last episode, I was uh, trying to force people to watch the uh, the the Prime Video movie, twenty four hour comic. <laughs> it's, it's the second time I talked about it on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, I decided, you know, this year, the year of our Lord Carl, mm. uh, twenty eighteen, would be the year that I make my first attempt at it. And I found a uh, like a survival guide online for it, and I really did like a ton of research mm-hmm. for it. So on Saturday, the what was that? The sixth. Yeah, we'll go sure. with that. Saturday the 6th of October um, at 10.30 is when I began, mm. and I didn't stop working on this comic until 10.30 Sunday morning, mm-hmm. October 7th. So it was a full 24 hours. Um, I think I finally, like, was done at 10.29. Oh, as, wow, yeah. <laughs> as I looked over at the clock, I actually saw it change from 29 to 30. <laughs> I... I have this little like desk clock in here and I picked it up and I just ran into the living room with it above my head. I said, I made it. I did it. But That's yeah, fantastic. it was, uh, it was, it was pretty intense. Um, mm-hmm. there was, uh, a, a lot of extra work being put into like the early pages. And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh boy, I'm like two to two and a half hours behind mm-hmm. on all this. So I had to pick up the pace and, um, I, I tried not to cut, many corners. I mean, that's kind of the nature of it whenever you're making a 24-page comic in mm. 24 hours, but uh, I, I'm i more or less happy with how the, the final product came out. Yeah. Um, so You should yeah. be. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What am I supposed to say? When you were talking about how it was like ten twenty nine, it was about to like mm-hmm. be one more minute, and you like watch the clock. I imagine in my head that you're like holding the pencil, and you're like, mm-hmm. I just have to do pencils down at ten thirty, and I'll be good. And then you like look down, and your hands just cramped up, and it won't let go. You just can't <laughs> let go of the pencil, and you just like sleep with it tonight. Like you still have it right now. It's like your superpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that is that accurate? I'm, I'm like Bob Dole. It's just constantly in my hand. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Bob Dole, what, you don't remember? No, what's in his hand all the time? <laughs> a pen. He used to have <laughs> a pen in his hand all the really? time. That, yeah, whenever... <laughs> That's his thing? <laughs> well, <laughs> whenever he was caricatured on Saturday Night, uh-huh. Night Live, whoever played him, man, I can't remember who it was now, um, he would say his name, uh-huh. his, his own full name, like he was a Pokemon, mm. and he would be holding a pen in his hand. Oh, that's so funny. I don't remember time. that. Interesting. Yeah. Guess it was his thing. I mean, everybody's got a thing. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I, I kept saying, you know, well, we can do some mini topics and get back to that. Do you just want to talk about your uh, your experience, though? Oh, sure. You want to yeah, dive um, into it. Yeah. Um, did you have any specific questions? Oh, I got tons. About? I didn't write them down, okay. but I, I had mm-hmm. a bunch like rolling through my head. How many okay. bathroom breaks? Oh, I didn't count. I didn't count. Um, but you I did was good go. For... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I just put a diaper on. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Dedication. It's very soggy. <laughs> God. Very sorry. <laughs> I'm trying not to shift around in my chair. We're gonna too get much letters, so man. Here. That's oh yeah. That's oh because they want to see it. <laughs> it's fucking perverse. We're getting more letters, man. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Did how uh, on the reverse side of that, uh, eating, drinking. Mm-hmm. What'd you have available? What 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 kept you going? How many breaks did you so, take? You know, 
I, I was I was very much caffeinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have my beloved RC Cola by my side. Fuck it was yeah. me and my RC at a certain uh-huh. point. Um, and uh, I had some uh, cold brew uh, coffee mm-hmm. at store-bought. Uh, by this company called Stoke. Um, and I would, I, I, I would drink a glass of like one of those. And then I would have a, a cup of water or maybe two cups of water in yep. between just to, so I wouldn't get like so burnt out, yeah. it, you know, mm-hmm. just let the caffeine kind of do its thing to energize me for a little bit. Um, my wife, who is a runner, uh, she had these little packets of run gum, mm-hmm. which is like caffeinated gum. Yeah. Um, so I would, I, I, yeah, I took a couple of those uh, over the, the span of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the whole time I felt fine. I, I didn't feel tired. Mm-hmm. Because I was so focused on mm. what I was doing that I I didn't get tired until like I don't know half an hour forty five minutes after I was done with oh everything. nice like the yeah. adrenaline too maybe just like kind of keeping you all of it <laughs> yeah times of adrenaline <laughs> here's the here's the <laughs> shitty thing right so so as I finished uh, I I went in there and I told my wife you know I had my little victory thing with my clock I was carrying my clock with me like I'm a little stupid little kid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i came back and i was like oh shit i, I want to get this on uh on video so mm-hmm. i grabbed my phone real quick and as soon as i started recording i had this like stinging <laughs> sensation in my right eye yeah. and it, yeah <laughs> you can see i i, I did a a video for uh the beginning middle and end of the process and you uh-huh. can see all of that on my uh twitter page if you want to go to at brent hibbard you can see all of that but um you know that last video it was so important to me that I have a clock that says 1030 in there so people will believe me. Like, is it, I think people would have just believed me if I would have just said yeah. it so I could, like, try to figure out what was in my eye. I think it was, like, an eyelash that, like, got oh, in there. Oh, that's why you ca- Okay, I get you. It, it was like... It was like my eye caught on fire, yeah. like, three seconds after I started recording. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, well, people are going to think I'm crying. You're- and then I'm like, mm, these people don't know how dead I am inside. Yeah. <laughs> Just fully devoid of emotion. <laughs> you did look uh, very, uh, it was like a release. You're like, I'm done. I did it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tears of joy. I choose to cry out of one eyeball. <laughs> That's true. It was pretty one-sided, you could tell. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like uh, you were. But I'm bump. Oh, bump. Uh <laughs> But it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a touching video. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you were uh, no, 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 crying no, no, like, a, like shoot, a little baby. I don't shoot, shoot touching videos. Well, I, yeah. I apologize. I didn't mean to throw that out there. Um, but you, yeah. were, uh, you were obviously crying like a baby, um, and it was very touching. Oh, yeah. That was, that was nice. Yeah, I was in my diaper, too. Much like a baby. Man, Halloween costume, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> Just keep it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, what else do I got? Um... Man, how how cramped up is your hand right now? Okay, okay. <laughs> my thumb, my right thumb. Uh, I'm right-handed. My right thumb is still numb. Oh on the tip. fuck, nice. Like it, it wasn't an issue until I took that nap and woke up at at three thirty, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I guess my thumb's going to be numb for a little while. Continues to be as <laughs> as of this recording, and it's nine twenty nine at night. I'm trying to think where that same night. Is that like sitting on the pencil, like how how you hold a pencil? What's, yeah, what is that? so like as I'm mm-hmm. writing here, I'm just like putting a lot of pressure yep. on on that the tip of my thumb mm-hmm. just to hold the pencil or pen or whatever. Um, and both of my my elbows, it's kind of like where your funny bone would be. Mm. 
Uh, both of those are like super sore. Huh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's this funny, funny thing I just thought of. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. But on my drafting table, it sits at an angle and I was kind of leaning forward on it. And I, I realized as I was doing it, as I was drawing, I was pressing way too hard because in that first hour mm. of the night, my hands and my uh, arms were already sore. Mm. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm one hour into Sweet. this. <laughs> I've only got 23 <laughs> more hours to deal with. And so by the end of the process, my hands were as such where I, I was almost using them less as like hands and more as like clubs to like push a thing around. Like nice. my fingers stopped working. Uh-huh. Um, like two hours ago, I went to go get some ibuprofen um, mm-hmm. for, a, for a headache. And I put them on my hand and I w- closed my hand to uh, walk to our kitchen to, um, to get a drink of water. Mm-hmm. And I went to go open my hand and some of the pills were kind of like stuck to my fingers or whatever because mm-hmm. I'm uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I normally I can just kind of like move my fingers in such a way that they'll just fall off into the palm of my hand. Uh-huh. Could not do that this time. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was looking at me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I, my hand doesn't, it doesn't work how it's supposed to uh, right awesome. now. So I'm just doing the best I can yep. to, uh, to survive here. But um, the thing I was laughing at is uh, when I was, uh, putting new bedding on our bed mm-hmm. tonight. Um, I <laughs> had my metal playlist going, mm-hmm. and there was a song I was trying to air drum to, but when I did that, <laughs> I ended up hurting my arms, and I just kind of like <laughs> fell over on my bed. And, and then like 10 seconds later, my wife walked in there, and she was like, um, I saw in the mirror that you were air drumming, and then you fell on the bed. And it's like, yeah, it hurt. She's like, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> That's hilarious. What an image, man. Yeah. Uh, first off, yeah. too... Not even the rest of that story, but uh, just the the picture of you on every Sunday night making your bed to metal uh, it just brings a smile to my face. That sounds like a... It's the quickest way to make a bed. <laughs> I never expected, you know, like anybody that listens to anything, they have to get their shit done and they put their whatever music on that they, they need to pump them up or whatever, or that they just enjoy. And uh, obviously there are metalheads out there that are making beds and doing chores out there to, to fucking hardcore metal. I like that. I never thought about it before. Are you telling me you don't listen to cattle decapitation when you're changing the sheets <laughs> in your bed? How do you do it? Uh, I usually listen to, uh, it's a new band. It's called Teddy Bears Riding on, on uh, Puppies. Teddy Bears Riding on Puppies. That's what it is. <laughs> yep. And uh, so it's a little different. Oh, speed metal. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any of the terms, so I couldn't jump in on that. I like that, though. That's good. I'm glad. I was hoping yeah. that they would actually be a pretty hardcore band, so. Sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, that's uh, so overall for your experience. Did you mm-hmm. do you want to just kind of go into like what it was like uh, to to write and draw a comic over 24 hours? Yeah, let me let me grab the pages real quick. All right. So what I did in preparation, mm-hmm. um, instead of drawing on a regular size sheet of copy paper, mm-hmm. which is what that survival guide um kind of recommended just so mm. you're not drawing on something that's overly sized. Um, comic pages themselves that like actual professionals use are like uh, 11 by 17. So mm. they're, they're pretty big and they mm. get shrunk down or reduced by half. Um, I, I'm not trying to fill up that whole thing. Yeah. So, um, and a, copy, a piece of copy paper also seemed awfully large. Mm-hmm. So I, I took 
sheets of uh, Bristol board that were about copy paper size. I cut those in half to six by nine uh, little rectangles here. Oh, okay, cool. And I decided to just go with that. Um, I, I figured that was kind of a more manageable um, uh, set of measurements to mm-hmm. uh, to work within. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it seemed to work pretty well for me. So I, I could I could get fairly detailed with it, but um, you know, it still reads yeah. for the most part. Um, let's see what else. Um, I bought some art supplies, you know, last weekend, uh, to help prepare. I thought I forgot to get some extra ink pens, but, um, it turned out that I, uh, Brent from the past had mm. bought like two spares. So man, that was that all guy's, good. Yeah. I, he was incredible. Yeah. Uh, ended up not even needing spares, but mm. they were here just in case yep. to, to ease my mind. Um, the lettering on yeah. the first few pages mm-hmm. is, uh, it's okay. I mean, for me, um, mm-hmm. but I, I would, um, actually kind of draw out lines to print the text on. So it was nice and straight and the letters were all kind of uniform in size and everything. And then at a certain point I was like, I am two and a half hours behind. <laughs> nope, not anymore. That's not happening. So <laughs> I just kind of lightly draw in the letters and then go back and just, and just write it in. Yeah. Um, I mean, for it being a, a 24-hour comic, it's not... Uh, it's something I could certainly live with, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No big deal there. Yeah. Um, let's see. I tried a bunch of different um, techniques just to... Or not necessarily techniques, but different things to keep it interesting for me. Like, mm-hmm. on the lettering, there was a certain point where um, the lead character, uh, instead of saying something out loud, he has thought balloons, which I've never really tried mm-hmm. to draw before. Yeah. But... Uh, I did that. Um, there's a number of uh, character designs that are just brand new. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing is like everything that's on here is brand new. Like I, I didn't have any of these um, characters pre-drawn or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, but there are kind of homages to other existing characters sure. uh, that are in here. Um I don't want to say what it is just in case people want to to read it, but um, I think you can probably figure mm-hmm. it out, uh, especially based on my personality and uh, <laughs> yeah. my, my taste on things. But, um, yeah, I mean, it uh, it took a lot of uh, creative thinking mm-hmm. to be able to go from being, you know, so much time behind to being caught up. Yeah. Um, I think the, the most I had ever been caught up was like a minute and a half. Oh, yeah. Like I beat the clock by a minute and a half. That's funny. On the last, like, I think, like, one of the last three pages or whatever. Uh-huh. So I was like, Phew. I took some, uh, <laughs> like, a great amount of work to do that. You did it once, though, and that's, that's what I did counts. It. <laughs> I did it once. And then by the time I ended, it was like, yeah, like 15, 20 <laughs> seconds left to spare or whatever. Yeah, that's awesome, though. Yeah. I just, yeah, just kind of cleaned up the pages with some whiteout. But, um, yeah, so... What, what what did you think of the story overall? Oh, it was great, dude. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. Um, I was I, really impressed. Yeah. Okay, good. I thought it was great. I, I wanted it to be funny. No, no, it was great. Like, yeah, I didn't get it. Is this like a... <laughs> no, it was see, great, it, it, man. It certainly plays on uh, my nostalgia for yeah. things. Um, so I hope that read pretty well. No, it's and, it's good yeah. and sharp uh, for other things that you and I have discussed in the past or, or we've like projects we've worked on and stuff. It um, It's definitely your humor. Um, but your humor is very, um, quick and to the point. Uh, I don't like the, the book is very like quick 
and then the it like ends on a, on another joke, and it's just like really funny. It just kind of mm-hmm. really sets the mood, whatever. It sets the mood. It's at the end of it, but it's like it fits the mood really well. Uh, very Brent, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was I was highly impressed. Amanda liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, we were both really stoked about it, man. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing about the ending is when I started writing the story, um, I I knew kind of how I wanted to to get there to mm-hmm. where that that final character appears, uh-huh. okay. but I didn't know what that final character was doing until I. I got to the last like three or four cool. pages and then I was like, Oh, okay. I'll just have, have them do this. And, uh, that's the, the, the way that it was, uh, that it ended. Um, yeah, cool. but I would, uh, I would write these pages like maybe four at a time. Mm-hmm. I've got a little like thumbnail sheet mm-hmm. where I would just kind of draw the, the panels, like, like sketch them out real quickly and then put scratch dialogue in there. Yeah. Sometimes it made it to the final page. Sometimes it was just like, uh, you know, a, a general idea of what mm. the character would be saying and then move on from there. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a, a weird way to do it. It's almost like a, like improv in a way. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the whole idea behind this this challenge. So. Well, I was curious yeah. leading into it, you know, you're not supposed to have this stuff like pre-planned or whatever, but I, I mean, like mm-hmm. there's some things that's like going around in your mind. I was wondering like what you kind of went in with. Did you have any idea, mm-hmm. or, idea of the story or characters at all? Or like you just like sit down in a room and you're like, now I'm going to start. Yeah, so one of my main concerns, and I've told you this before, um, is uh, I'm not, I don't like writing. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's just a necessary evil for me to to make yeah. a comic, you know? I have to have something to draw, therefore I have to write it. Um, so I was worried that I wasn't going to have a story mm-hmm. ready. But then, like, a couple of weeks ago, this little, like, nugget of an idea popped in my head that I ended up using for this, mm-hmm. but I didn't, like, develop it at all okay cool. i was just like oh, okay i'll just kind of use this as a, a general idea mm-hmm. um and i put it on my phone for maybe later use or whatever mm-hmm. but then when it like got to the actual it, it got time i was like well I'll, I'll go ahead and use this then yeah so yeah cool yeah. um yeah. god there's something else i was thinking about during it too oh so you kind of mentioned how you did this but i was curious mm-hmm. um whenever you and i had talked about this either on the last show or you know personally to like a text or whatever um, it was, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, this is 24 hours, it's 24 pages of a comic. So it's like a page per, per hour. Um, right. and you mentioned that you would write like four pages at a time, but I was wondering how much of the idea you wrote down, because I, I imagine you could do it a bunch of different ways. Kind of like, it's helpful that you went online and found that like guide to help you through this mm-hmm. kind of event. Cause you could, yeah. you could write it all out and then draw it. You could write, like, you could literally write a page at a time and, and keep drawing and like, just let it all improv out. But, like, was yours kind of, like, in between there? Like, you did, like, four pages at a time. Like, how much of that story did you know as you were piecing it together? Um, I knew, as I was doing it, I obviously knew how I was going to start the story. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, here's a character. Here's I'm going to get him into a dilemma mm-hmm. at the end of the page. But it's not the main dilemma. Okay. Uh, and something else starts. But, um, but, you know, by the end of page two. But the end, I... I knew right away Mm -hmm. because I was like, Oh, I bet I could do this, this fun thing with it. Cool. Um, and then like all the other stuff in between, I had ideas for, um, homages I wanted to, to pay to other like licensed characters Mm -hmm. or, uh, corporate characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I could have done a lot more (laughs) (laughs) if I had like an infinite amount of time, Uh but I was like, here are the ones I want to focus on. Yeah. The ones that mean something to me. Um, and so, so that's what I did. Yeah, cool. On on that, yeah. Yeah, right on. Uh, well, that's, uh-huh. 
pretty much all the questions I had. I was just really curious about the process. Um, would you do it again? Ooh, okay. So Brandy had asked me uh, if I would, like in in the middle of doing it, she, I think I had like maybe three or four hours to go. Uh-huh. She said, would you do this again? And I said, you know, probably not. <laughs> but um, I know that if I failed at this, then that would be like my sole focus for next year. Okay, sure. So having completed this, I would say if it were just me, then no, I'm probably good. Uh-huh. But if if I had friends, like I'd been talking to my friend Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering uh, about Ross, yeah. About trying to do it. Uh, and if he wanted to do it, mm-hmm. I would totally like throw down with him if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Or anybody else. Um, I was talking to um, Daniel Sanchez mm-hmm. kind of leading up through this week about it. And uh, he said that he's, I think he might try it next year mm-hmm. uh, to see if he can do it. So... I mean, it is a, a massive undertaking. Yeah, no, it's like, crazy. You have to, like, sit here 24 hours. I was afraid my, my legs were going to go numb or something yeah, like yeah. that. But no, no, I was, ended up being fine. But, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Yeah. It's cool. It's a yeah. really cool thing you, guys, you, yeah, you did. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad that it worked out and that you uh, did it under the time. That's awesome. So, Cool, thanks. Uh, if you had... All right, got to go. <laughs> If you had finished a minute after, would you have just ripped it up? Is that is that protocol on the website? <laughs> no, I would have. I would have just stopped when it turned ten thirty, mm. and then whatever was on the page. Okay, was, like it would have ended where it would have ended. Yeah, like I, there are parts on this that I had scanned in where I saw that the ink had smudged on a couple of letters, mm-hmm. um, like kind of towards the middle of the the comic, mm-hmm. and I tried to keep an eye on that as I was doing it, but I think there was some that I set aside and meant to go back to. Mm. But clearly I didn't, and uh, but I'm I'm not gonna touch these. Like it is what it is yeah. at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I may eventually take these into Photoshop and and color them. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Um, Amanda was wondering. Might, yeah. Yeah. At that point, I might touch up a little, uh, a few things here and mm-hmm. there, but um, but it kind of changes what what it is at that point. Yeah. I don't know if it would hold mm-hmm. up as well because there's <laughs> there are shots that are just like full pages of text. And then, like the outline of a, of the guy's face uh-huh. as he's speaking, and I don't know if if that would look bad hmm. as like an actual comic book itself. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I can just put a twenty four hour comic by yeah. by me. <laughs> people will be like, all right, yeah, yeah fuck it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I get you because it's kind of like a product of this. Yeah, certain endeavor, but it's also mm-hmm. like if you can go George Lucas it and put better special effects in there, that's cool too. Hey, you know what? He has some good ideas. I know exactly where he's coming from now. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about with that, though? Um, no. I mean, go go check out my Twitter account. I went ahead and pinned it to uh, the at Brent Hibbard uh, Twitter page, so you can easily find it there. It's in a thread because you can only post four pictures mm. at a time. I was wondering. So it's a series of uh, six tweets, but uh, there's a whole thread there. You can go cool. check it out, uh, and I'll post it to my Instagram later this week. I think yeah. they can only do 10, 10 uh, picks at a time, so okay. I don't know. I'll figure something out. Yeah. Just just call me, and I'll... <laughs> You'll read it? <laughs> yeah, I'll just read it all out to you. I'll describe it. <laughs> Here's what's happening. You'll be the first 24-hour comic book day uh, phone line that you can call <laughs> yeah. it, and the artist will read his work to you. <clears throat> the full use of a comic, of course. Yeah, yeah everybody loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was really cool that you did that. Uh, 
Thank you. I don't know if I would want to do that or not. It seems cool, but also like so challenging. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's something like, you know, it's fun to say you've done it. So sorry, cut out for a second. So you're going to do it next year is what uh, I fully heard. Anyway, soda chat, soda chat. <laughs> good. Let's move on to soda chat. Hey, good transition. Um, last year, last year, last episode, mm-hmm. uh, feels like a year ago. I had mentioned cherry seven up Yep. and, uh, it, uh, was a little bit lackluster mm-hmm. for me. Um, I decided in preparation for the 24 hour comic mm. challenge, I was going to, um, get some soda mm-hmm. to, uh, to fuel up for this, for this contest. And, uh, I knew I wanted a cola and to me, honestly, there's only one cola, RC cola. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. So I got that. And then I thought, you know what? Let me get a two liter of seven up cherry seven up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and try that. Because the little bottle just wasn't working for yeah. me. And I wanted to see if maybe there was a, a flavor difference. Or maybe they just had a, a bad day at the factory on the one I tried. Mm-hmm. But I bought a two-liter bottle. And uh, I have to say, it is truly delightful. And I've got some here in my, <laughs> my mug. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I like it. And uh, my wife tried some as well. And she said, hey, you know what? That's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I said, you're damn right. Yep. You're damn right it is. That didn't. interaction didn't actually happen that way. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, she did say that she liked it. Yeah, fair so. enough. Well, um, yeah. Amanda and I both tried some. We got we got a two-liter bottle. And we were both pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was still basically as good as I remember it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It, the first time I had it, it, it tasted a little flat. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. like that caffeine. Or like, yeah, like that kind of like soda, like bubbly. It wasn't like bubbly enough. Uh, mm-hmm. but then I, I, I got used to it. I don't know, but it was, and then it was fine. So yeah, now that you mentioned it, mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, it, it did taste a little flat on the, the 20 ounce that I mm. bought. So, um, you know, if a small amount doesn't work, buy a whole bunch of it Boom. and uh, try that and see if that works. <laughs> let me, let me throw in one, one other thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of my wife and the cherry seven up and everything, okay. she supported the shit out of me on this 24 hour comic mm, thing. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, special shout out to. My lovely wife, Brandy, uh, divorces off for now. Oh, and nice. <laughs> so she did a great job. I would be in here. We had a like a uh, neighborhood garage sale that mm. she was running essentially all by herself. Um, and she would come in here and check to see if I needed something new to drink. And she would bring me food. And oh, um, cool. she just made sure everything was taken care of so I could focus on my thing. So, yeah, very, very proud of her uh, for uh, helping me. And uh, that's not a weird thing to be proud of. <laughs> that sounds like this, that's something uh, a very thankful husband after a 24-hour comic book day would say. I'm very yeah. proud to thank her for being awesome today. <laughs> and plus, she let me nap whenever I was done. So yeah, that's cool. You know, that's, that's more than I could have asked for. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's it's the exact thing I could have asked for. So. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brandy. Very cool. Yes, good on you, Brandy. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody uh, doing anything like that needs a lot of support, so that's super cool. Plus, absolutely, she was your footstool that entire time. Yes, because she's yeah, tiny. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like feet, but she. Oh God, I that's mean, actually, that's what you do. That's the sacrifice that you make. That's right? love. Mm-hmm. That's love. Yeah, man, she would hate that. Yeah, no, I mentioned that, yeah. man. I'm sorry, yeah. I even said that. <laughs> it's your greatest nightmare. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> what did you say? Footstool? Get the fuck out. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brandy. Uh, cool. So we have uh, uh, the last 
Avengers uh, and this arc to read uh, or to talk mm-hmm. about. We we read um, Avengers number issue number six. Yes, yes, the final issue of. Uh, oh, I guess there's not like a, a main title for the story arc. Mm. Um, I think the. Yeah, the the actual like trade paperback uh, or the collection of this story came out this past Wednesday. So uh, if this series sounds interesting to you mm-hmm. at all, go pick it up. Um, you can buy it on Comixology. You can buy it from your favorite local comic shop, uh, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, so cool. Avengers issue number six by Jason Aaron, Ed McGinnis, Paco Medina, Mark Morales, Juan Velasco, David Curiel, and then lettered by Corey Pettit. Um, and yeah, this is the, the final issue dealing with the Celestials, as far as we're aware of, mm-hmm. um, or that whole kind of plot line of the progenitor and, um, yeah, all of that Celestial shenanigans that's going on. Yeah, in, Celestial you know. shenanigans, and nice. mm. Yeah, <laughs> they are, uh, I think they're opening up for, uh, Teddy Bears Riding Puppies. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, Later yeah. this week. Yeah, awesome. be at the Canes Ballroom. Yeah, so. Super cool. They just renovated that floor. They better not fuck it good, up. Good, good venue. <laughs> yeah, rad. So um, the beginning uh, page of this story has, um, it's like four panels and then two captions in each panel here. And uh, there's references to various things in the Marvel Universe here. Um, there's a reference to like Moon Knight and you see Iron Fist in here. You see Gladiator. Uh, who is uh, an X-Men related character. Mm. Um, we've got the man thing up in that top that top mm. panel there. Okay. Uh, do you have any familiarity with man thing, Stephen? I don't. Mm. Mm. So there was a movie by, I think it was distributed by Lionsgate that was mm-hmm. supposed to come out in, I think Halloween of, I don't know, 2005-ish. Okay. That sounds right. Sounds right to me. Um, it was uh, supposed to be focusing on this character, but it was like a horror movie mm-hmm. to where he was going to be like a presence in the film and uh, he wouldn't show up until the end. Like that's kind of the general mm, okay. idea of it mm-hmm. because he's such like a special effects intensive character or whatever. Um, it never made it to theaters. So then they just released it on DVD. Hmm. I bought that DVD, Stephen. <laughs> of course. And the reviews are in. It was not good. <laughs> Is it called Man Thing? What's it called? Yeah. Uh, I think it's... Yeah, I don't even think it's Marvel's Man, Man thing. thing. I think it's just called Man Thing. Man, no, I... Thing. thing. I didn't... <laughs> nice. Uh, I did not know about this. Interesting, interesting. It has yeah. a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. Oh, I take it back. It's a great film. Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a 2005 Australian-American film. You got the year right. Oh, okay, okay. It, it felt like something was off, but that's that's what it was. Yeah. The, the Aussies step in. There you in. go. Uh, hey, good on them. I'm not insulting the Australians. You no. gotta take those roles when you can, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Um, doesn't sound great. No. <laughs> Certainly not what I wanted out of a, a Man Thing movie, but yeah. I do have to admit, like, l- towards the end of the film where you finally get to see him, he does kind of look cool, but, I mean, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not MCU worthy. Yeah, get for sure. They're like, yeah. that's actually the first movie in the mm-hmm. MCU. Yeah. It was bad enough they scrapped it, started over again <laughs> in 2008. <laughs> uh, do you know what character originate? Oh, this is a good one for uh, uh, the pop. What was it? 
pop culture pop, quiz. Pop culture quiz. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to burn it here since we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, do you know what, uh, what other movie Marvel character debuted in a Man Thing movie? No. I don't... Howard the Duck, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, now what? Yeah. So Howard the Duck as a character uh-huh. debuted in an issue of. Of Man Thing? <laughs> no. Here's the full title <laughs> of Man Thing's comic. Giant size man thing. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. What is the man thing? Oh, here, I'll show you. Because that's what I think. That's that's where <laughs> my mind goes, so. Yeah, he's like a swamp thing, but uh, mm-hmm. not. But swamp thing looks like a swamp. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the swamp thing. So does this guy yeah. just look like a man? No. What? Look at that first panel. I know. I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. There's no man part about that. <laughs> so, uh... No, I'll, uh, you know what, Steven? Mm-hmm. Follow LTAS Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> okay. We'll have a picture of the man. Cool, thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, he we're also still, looks like a swamp. We're still so. talking about the first panel of this book. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say on that first panel. This is a six-hour episode? Oh, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Buckle in. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, yeah, so there's all that stuff. And uh, I read this comic early into last week so i don't remember a lot of what happened uh all i know is that uh the assembled avengers eventually stop (laughs) the uh uh man what are these called i keep forgetting celestials the Uh, the final host the final host yeah yeah. Mm. um they they stop them i don't remember how i mean to be honest with you a lot of like superhero stuff it just kind of like Oh, yeah, they stopped them. How? Okay. They were superheroes. They stopped them. I I had this question because I was going through it, and, you know, I think it was the last issue that I liked so much, and uh, the book had, like, really picked up and gotten even better. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, gear for this huge fight. And, like, as far as I can tell, not a whole lot happens to finish it. Like, literally, Mm -hmm. it's like they give all their power to... uh, uh, Is it Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, yeah. And then he does, like, a punch on the ground, and that's literally it. Okay, see, that was my thing. <laughs> is that is, it? That's, that's kind of what I got from it, too. Uh-huh. But I don't... It wasn't real clear as to what was happening. Yeah. And that's kept, come up a couple of times in this uh, in this six-series... Or six-issue arc mm-hmm. where I was, I was a little bit confused. Like when... I think it was in issue two where Captain America threw his shield at Loki and then I guess Captain yeah. America disappeared because of that. Like, okay, how? Yeah, like, I, that made sense. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sure. Um... But yeah, so all the Avengers just give their like fighting spirit to Ghost Rider, I guess. I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, um, it's very confusing. Um, it's like a, a plot out of Power Rangers, to be to be well, honest. Well, I thought you'd be <laughs> excited about out. that. Yeah, this is like <laughs> yeah. their Megazord. Yeah. It, oh my God. Just, you know what? Greatest Avengers series of all time, <laughs> yeah. hands down. <laughs> I call it back. Wait a second. That's right. <laughs> Ghost Rider Sword, power up. Um, so yeah, he he. Uh, Robbie Reyes punches the ground and all the bugs and stuff go away. And I guess he blew up the celestial too or what? Yeah. Like that's a lot of like massive shrapnel. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. All the Avengers are currently dead. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then of course we get a, a giant splash page of, uh, Captain America and the Avengers flying behind Mm -hmm. him. that says Avengers assemble. It's a uh, classic Avengers tag. Have not heard it. In the movies, to this point, yeah, surely it will show up in, in the fourth movie. Yeah, what if that's like 
uh, Captain America's dying words, mm-hmm. Avengers Assemble. Is that, what if that happened? Would you cry? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'd uh, yeah. probably have something else in my, my eyeball. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I got another thing of this. Just my right one. <laughs> Why did I do it? <laughs> Why am I only capable of crying out of my right side? I'm going to jump ahead because I, I've already uh, talked about it here. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our, our many topics coming up was going to be about Chris Evans on Twitter had said. Uh, and, and by many, you mean a lot of. A lot case. of, yes. We yeah. have yeah. many. Uh, <laughs> Chris Evans, on uh, who plays Captain America, had uh, yeah. taken a Twitter and said that he wrapped filming on Avengers 4. And kind of basically was like his farewell, like, thanks for the fans for being a part of this. And, you know, it's been a great journey and everything. And uh, his contract was up in 2019. We all knew that. But um, it wasn't clearly known he was going to die. And it's still not clearly known he's going to die. But uh, we've talked about it before in the podcast, too, that there's already people in place that could take the mantle of Captain America. Uh, But my question is, uh, when I told Amanda about that news, I was like, uh, I think Captain America is going to die in Avengers 4. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to cry. Brent is for sure going to cry. So uh, my question is, how much are you going to cry if that happens? Hmm. Well, I guess I'll take a waiting pool into the movie theater mm-hmm. with me. The only way to do it. Mm-hmm. So I can piss is myself it, when it, it happens. It, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it just sounds like it would be very upsetting, you know? We're big Captain America fans. And that seems yeah. like there's, there's going to be a lot of deaths, I assume. Mm-hmm. There'll be like a few we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Four weddings and a funeral. Oh, don't don't ruin it. It's mm-hmm. it's already scary enough. I'm mm-hmm. afraid there's gonna be weddings in this now. What is T'Challa going to wear? <laughs> you really perfected that voice, man. Oh that was good. God. You got the beats. Um, He's very excited. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just seems like man, end of an era, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. You know what? Well. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss it further when we get there. Okay. Because I, I have some additional thoughts on that. When we get to Avengers 4? Uh, when we get to uh, the Captain America talk. Today? Yes. Well, I, that's what I was saying. I was just jumping into it now. You would oh, wait. is that what we're doing now? Well, if you want. It depends. Whatever you want to do. Hey, when are we going to start recording? <laughs> is that what we're doing? Oh, shit. I've been recording this whole time. You've never been recording? <laughs> Uh, real quick to finish up this issue yeah uh, they somehow stop the celestials and it ends awkwardly with loki laughing with the words ha 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 behind him uh-huh. and then that's that's the end of this issue i don't understand it doesn't even say the end on it i was confused about it but i was like all right whatever i tell you i being new to this i take everything i'm just like whatever this end <laughs> that's how it ended that's how these things go so <laughs> normally it'd be like the Avengers like standing together and be like, well, I guess we're a team or something uh-huh. like that. But this is just Loki in chains laughing maniacally. Yeah. And then uh, next issue, Ghost Rider on a Mammoth. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Whatever you want to do. So I thought you'd be right. excited for that, though. It seems cool. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to yeah. a Ghost Rider on a Mammoth. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. It looks pretty badass. So they're also going to play the Kane's Ballroom. So get your oh. tickets. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> So, uh, jumping over to, uh, the Captain America thing. So, um, I know some people are potentially going to be upset at Chris Evans not reprising that role, but he's been in these movies for eight years. Yeah. Or Or longer. Ten years. Well, I don't know when his was at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess it was like maybe 2011 is when First Avenger comes out. He's been in a lot of these Marvel movies. It's like been his main thing for a while, right? So... Um, 
I'm fine. I'm fine if he moves on to mm-hmm. other stuff. Hey, you okay. know what? Thanks for your service, Chris Evans. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> appreciate man. it. Okay, you know? nice. Um, I, I appreciate the gravitas that he brought to the character mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff he has done with it and making him a premier hero like around the world, not just here mm-hmm. uh, in America. And there's, you yeah. know, it's a credit to the directors and screenwriters and, uh, uh, you know what? Gaffers as well. And best boys. Yeah. Best girls. Gaffers. Hey. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It was a, a team effort, but, you know, he wants to move on to other things. I, mm-hmm. I know that he wants to focus on, like, doing stuff, like producing, directing, mm, um, yep. catering. <laughs> He's super into catering. Craft services is where it's at, man. <laughs> it's his favorite. Oh, that's funny. Um, what but, if Chris yeah. Evans left that role to become a caterer? <laughs> What if you just called it? It's been his passion this whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, so, I'm with you. Let, let me say one of the only caveats for him not reprising the role is if there was eventually going to be an Avengers versus X Men movie, like set mm. in the MCU. I would love to see Chris Evans back in that role. Yeah. Just to like take on Wolverine or you know yeah. Cyclops or whatever. Um, just to have that continuity of the characters, mm-hmm. but uh, otherwise, if if that if they only do that as like a CGI animated movie or something like that, mm-hmm. hypothetically, to where you would recast a bunch of roles anyway, yeah, eh, not really a big deal, not really a big deal to me. So uh, yeah, well, it'd be cool. I don't know how they would ever do that too. Um, I'm sure they could use a lot of the mystical stuff, like properties of those films, um, especially with the. I, I always think like the messed up timelines of the of the X Men films currently, if they mm-hmm. were to bring this, because it's like we would also like Hugh Jackman, who's also retired from Wolverine, you know, because he brought mm-hmm. up Wolverine. Uh, but it'd be really awesome to see them again. So I would hope that like in the future, if that came about, that at least they would maybe come back in their roles for a little bit, because if they're going to do some like kind of weird split timeline, alternate dimension thing to bring them together, they can do whatever they want. And maybe they can bring back, you know, Captain America, they can bring back Chris Evans in that role, or they can bring back Hugh Jackman and like visit them for a little bit in the movie. Uh, could be whatever. So, um, you know what? You just uh, you just put both of them in a Deadpool movie with Ryan Reynolds, and just go with it. I like, would, yeah, whatever. Sounds great. <laughs> you <laughs> sold me already. Man, I'm down for that. Yeah, there are uh, no rules to that yeah. universe. So, <laughs> do whatever they want. So, uh, speaking of superheroes, another thing came out this week was the new mm-hmm. trailer for Aquaman. Did you have a chance to watch yeah. that? Uh, I skimmed to the end of it, so I can see that costume. That's I was okay. That's my big question: is what do you think about the costume, my man? Uh, I think it looks good. Uh-huh. Um, I, it's, it's just real brief when we see it, but yeah. like it's orange and green as yeah. fuck. So I, I think that I just like the look of it. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of uh, orange superheroes out yeah, there. There you go. I like I'm orange. Not even an orange Power Ranger, and they're all over the wow, place with yeah. the colors. You know. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so, so yeah, I think the costume looks good. It's probably just going to be at the very end of the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, they're going to man thing it uh-huh. and uh, put it right at the end. Um, I, I did catch like maybe the 20 seconds or so before mm-hmm. that part of the, uh, in, in, in the trailer. And it, boy, there is a lot of CGI backgrounds. Like, oh yeah. Super obvious. And not just because they're underwater. There's, it's like them fighting on land or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's just all CGI. And Justice League was like that as well. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why they do that. They just <laughs> yeah. shoot out of place. <laughs> no, for know? no reason, right? Well, I think overall, like, versus the Justice League and uh, Batman v Superman and stuff, I think I think the effects 
look better. I feel like James Wan has a is a better director than Zack Snyder is. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one sounds really fun. Like they're leaning into like they can kind of be a little bit goofier. Or like that costume, I was wondering. Like someone put online a side by side of like the Justice League costume for Aquaman versus this one, and mm-hmm. it's like clearly this is like more like straight from the comic books um, and updated or modernized for like you know movie today but it's still like kind of a, a comic book look um but like their humor their uh costumes their overall feeling for this movie seems like they're getting in a better like lighter direction for these yeah. um and and on that same note uh I, the villain i guess this little you haven't seen this yet there there's a weird villain in the trailer and i don't know who it is he has a big robot looking head with like big eyes and uh yeah black manta baby black manta yeah, it's got okay. the big like yeah the big like dome looking yes not, not even dome it's like i don't you know took what a, it, uh, yeah it's like football shaped this kinda. is uh if if yeah it's like this weird alien looking like eyes like football shaped head it's like, mm-hmm. really big for the body though uh but yeah. it looks like he's, he's a toddler cool. leave him alone oh i'm sorry i didn't realize <laughs> he's cool though like uh yeah it's like like that yeah man um, it's just stepped right off the page it's yeah awesome. so it seems kind of like like when i saw him at first he like jumps on the screen or whatever and and uh like onto like a building and that's how they first show him and i was like oh my god that is so like weird compared to other uh like the mcu again you know mm-hmm. um but then i was like i'm digging it for this movie though like i am being yeah. sold more in this movie and uh and it's cool because some of these things are definitely more comic booky and that's a good thing if they can sell it you know yeah so well i mean like costumes in the comics were designed to be eye-catching yeah there's no reason that it would work the same way for the movies right yeah. like even though it's not plausible people don't wear that we're how many years into superhero movies like modern superhero movies it mm-hmm. what with counting x-men and and blade Mm. Geez, Blaze, uh, Blade came out in what ninety eight. Something so, like that, yeah. Right, right yeah, there, we're yeah. we're t- twenty years into it. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's fair to say we're balls deep in superhero movies. <laughs> so you know, just put them in costumes. We yeah. get it. We know the drill at this point. No, it's cool. Like for this one in particular, too. Like I feel when I was watching the trailer for this, I was thinking about how DC hasn't you know really grabbed me with any of the movies. I haven't been that excited to except for Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to watch any of their stuff, you know, and it made me think like when Wonder Woman and Justice League, all these stuff that came out and I wasn't that excited about the trailers and then I wasn't that excited when I watched the films. Uh, but then with this one, I was like, this is good. I can tell it's even better than I'm expecting because it's drawing me in where I already have a distaste for DC's cinematic universe in my, mm-hmm. in, in my mouth. So um it's a step above even what i would expect i guess that it's getting me excited so it's pulling me from like negative numbers you know uh Mm -hmm. of wanting to see it so that's cool um we'll see how it goes but yeah i would watch it after the after this or whatever it's it's a good trailer it shows a ton of shit um there's some yeah like you said like some of the backgrounds are kind of cgi some of the jokes i'm not quite sure about but um so so on a previous episode Uh (laughs) in levels of excitement Uh uh-huh uh-huh from the, I guess, the previous Aquaman mm-hmm. uh, trailer that was released, you went from a three all the way to a four. Okay, uh-huh. Where are you at now with, and I, I believe this, we were rating it on excitement to see this in theaters. 
in theaters. Uh, yes. I'm at a solid 4.5 right now. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's funny. This is out of out of ten. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, I would say it took me from a four to a five. But then whenever I evaluated the fact that I wanted to see a DC movie and it was a five, I got kind of scared. And I, I don't know that I want to commit to that. <laughs> you back off, back yeah. off the gas a little bit. It's like, oh, well. But it's doing some good things. I think these trailers are really working overall. Um, the action looks kind of cool underwater and like all these creatures and stuff. At first, I wasn't sold on that. But now, like watching it a few more times in these different trailers, I'm like, that seems kind of cool. Like this could be pretty rad and different. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm still not quite, it's specifically theaters though. I'm like, I'm not quite sure I'm going to go see it in theaters though. Yeah. We'll see. I don't, I haven't seen anything in like, you know, two months now or whatever. So I don't know that I would go out and see that one right away. So this Christmas, get wet with Aquaman <laughs> and Mera. Right? You know, it's funny because he's like a big beefy dude. He could have totally been in like Magic Mike. And I feel like that tagline would have worked there. Like, I feel like he's kind of yeah. like, it's like, ladies, come to see Aquaman. <laughs> I, I think that's the draw. That's, what, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah. They did that shiny costume because uh, mm-hmm. ladies like pecs that are shiny, I guess. Is that <laughs> That would be funny if, like, when that scene plays out, because he's, like, standing by a waterfall or whatever, uh-huh. he's, like, standing there in that costume, the camera pans in, and he just, like, grabs the, the chest and just rips <laughs> that fucking shirt off. And the scales go fucking flying everywhere. And he, like, this winks. You want. <laughs> and he does the thing where he makes his pecs bounce up and down, you know? Yeah. But it's just, like, eight and a half minutes of that. And then it's just, like, Aquaman. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and it plays House of Pain's jump around to uh, the, the titty bounce there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I like that. That would sell, man. <laughs> Yeah, ladies in the yeah. seats. Hey, that you know what? That seats. wasn't the the only superhero trailer that came out, Steve. Oh, yeah? I know this is not on the show script, but uh-huh. yeah. uh, I did have to <laughs> uh, exclaim my excitement and uh, text you earlier this week when the I I don't know if it's the final one, but the next Into the Spider Verse trailer Ooh, came out. That's right. Uh, uh, here's here my whole thing. <laughs> so, whenever I hear movie studio heads. Now say, oh, the audience isn't going to buy a such-and-such film because Mm. a such-and-such person is the lead, whether it's, you know, black, transgender, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case. There's a movie for everyone. Uh, Proof of that is not only Rocket Raccoon Mm -hmm. in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and him being a beloved character, we are going to get Peter Porker the amazing Spider-Ham in Into the Spider-Verse. That's right. Voiced by John Mulaney. It's incredible. I never thought I would have seen the day where he had a pig dressed as Spider-Man. And he is a character from the comics. Oh, and, cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's Good times. Awesome. Good times had by all. Yeah. I think it could probably only work in animation. Oh, I know. Yeah. Man. You know. So awesome. I don't I'm know. Just so, yeah. so happy. Like, I was going to see it anyway. It's Miles uh-huh. Morales. One of my favorite. Easily... Top five yep. favorite superheroes for me. I was in the bag. Yeah. And then every trailer I see, I know. it just up, ups the stakes to the point where I'm just maxed out. It's getting better I and better. Like yeah. It's like, what do I have to do? Sneak into the side of Mario Mario's house and kill him <laughs> to to get the only copy of this movie? Blood what do boiling. I have to do? <laughs> I don't like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You have to do whatever you need to do because you got to see this movie like right away. Yeah. We have to yeah. fake that you have whatever, like a I'll disease. Wait. Wait, what? 
I like you're like, whatever, I'll just wait. I'm like, no, we have to fake you have a disease and you're going to die. And then you need to see the movie right now. We got to go to the studio heads, got to go to the director and say, my friend Brent is going to die. Biggest fan ever. He needs to see this movie. Is that why his diaper is so full? <laughs> I was just about to suggest a road trip, but I think we should fly separate. <laughs> Never mind. Well, you won't even smell in there. It's okay. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I, I use Febreze wipes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, uh, Into the Spider-Verse looks amazing. This movie looks amazing. I'm so excited for it. It looks uh, spectacular. It looks... Looks sensational. It's looks like... Looks web of. That's a comic book joke. Oh. A series of comic book jokes <laughs> based on Spider-Man titles. So, enjoy that. I know you are very excited for this movie. Do, what, do you know when mm. this comes out, though? That's what I this keep Thanksgiving. No, oh. I think it comes, comes out in November sometime. Okay. I don't know. My... Hibbert sense will tingle whenever it's time. There you go. To stock the theater. I, they like put put tickets on sale and your your balls just are quivering. You're like, it's time. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> they sound like jingle bells. <laughs> oh, maybe that's so why awful. I hate Christmas so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so awful for you. Yeah, uh, I just feel like I'm nervous all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Jingle yeah. jingle jingle. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Santa. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it's> Santa. <laughs> uh, so I watched a few things uh, okay. I was going to mention, uh, tell sure. you a little bit about. Um, the first one I watched was The Fly with Jeff Goldblum okay. and uh, Gina Davis from oh, yeah. the 80s. I can't remember when it actually came out. 86 or something like that. Okay. Um, I watched this specifically because I follow Edgar Wright on Twitter the director, and he had mentioned seeing this on the big screen for the first time, but he loves this movie, and how gruesome it was. And I was like, man, I haven't seen that movie since like I was a little kid. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, have, yeah so you, have you seen this? Fuck, every time. Have you seen this Like whenever you were little or something? Has it been it, a it, bit? Uh, it was 1986. This version of yeah, it, the, yeah. the original was back in like 58 or whatever. Uh -huh. But um, yes, and I have specific memories. I remember watching it multiple times when I was younger, and the the scene where he breaks that dude's arm in an arm uh, wrestling match. Uh-huh. Do they like that used to be a thing in eighties movies. Breaking arms. Maybe up through the nineties. Like arm wrestling. That was like a big oh, deal. Yeah. Remember over the top? Uh -huh. Over the top. Like Yeah. Maybe that ended it. Maybe it's just like, well, we can't we can't get any better than it's, that. It, we can't go over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, it feels like I, I, I actually remember this whenever I was watching this movie the other day and that scene happened cause there's like a guy, they're like fighting at a bar and the guy is like, you want to arm wrestle? And I, it's like one of those things like, uh, there's like a meme that's like, uh, when I was a kid, I thought that I was gonna have to deal with like quicksand a lot more when I was an adult. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the yeah. same thing. Like I thought I was going to have to arm wrestle a lot of dudes. <laughs> I thought that was like a thing in bars. And yeah. it doesn't happen. No, no. But maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe it was a movie thing. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was real life. If, if I went to a bar and I saw some people arm wrestling, <laughs> I would immediately think that I have traveled through time. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I'm uh -oh. lost in the time stream. Something bad is happening. I would just turn around and be like, this is not the bar for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am not built for this. I'm okay. I'll go to another bar. I look down. I've got like a neon colored fanny pack <laughs> on with, with a Walkman. Oh, shit. Oh, crap. It's I did happening. it. 
So this was, yeah, that, that scene is pretty gross, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie in general is pretty gross, um, which I liked. I like gore and stuff, but I actually had to turn it off for a little bit and kind of come back to it because there's, uh, I, I won't get into it, but there's some really, like, gross 80s effects that were pretty rad. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that part was really good. I thought the acting was really good. Jeff Goldblum is, is always, like, unique uh, as an actor and stuff, and he was cool for this role. Um, he's very mm-hmm. twitchy and, and good for the weirdness of, the, of being, like, a human turning into a fly. Um, yeah. but that was cool. And then I watched the fly too, because I felt like I remembered that one more a little bit in my head. Like when I was a kid, I watched Ooh. that one more. It has, uh, okay. Eric Stoltz in it, which was a, one of my favorite like eighties actors growing up. Um, so I, I was like, I feel like I remember this one and like his girlfriend in it a little bit more. Um, it came out in like 89, I think. So a few years later, yeah. um, this movie should be on how did this get made? This okay. movie is awful. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember seeing this at all. Oh, I think I've bad. heard of it, but I totally forgot this movie existed yeah. until, you, until you brought it up. Wow. Yep, it exists. So it's, Do- it's a, doesn't look good. a cool premise because in The Fly, spoiler alert, but The Fly 2 exists, so it's kind of spoiled already, but like <laughs> Gina Davis gets pregnant and you don't know if she's pregnant pre-fly oh, or post-fly. <laughs> so The Fly 2 is that she had the kid she yeah. had she had like a larva, yes, and it becomes oh this child um, who's like five years old, but he looks like fucking Eric Stoltz. But I, I say that it needs to be on how did this get made because to spoil a little bit of it, he does have a girlfriend who is like a college age or or past college age person, but he is literally five year old Eric Stoltz. He it's like the movie Jack, like he looks like he's like nineteen, but he's five years old and he fucking has sex with his chick. It is weird. People treat him like an adult. He is not. Uh, it's very it's like weird in the concept. Movie, it's like in the movie Big. Like you don't yes, realize like how yes. creepy it is. Because Fred Savage, he starts sliding up in it. Uh, Wait, as Fred the adult. Savage? Yeah, like when he turns into an adult. Like what? Are, I can't can, can't think of that kid's it's, name. It's not Fred Savage. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Fred Savage? I don't think he's in Big. It's <laughs> no. Little Big. I don't think so. Now I'm like, wait, is he though? I haven't seen Big in a while. I thought he turns into Tom Hanks. No, that's like some other kid. Steven, there was only one kid back in the day. His name is his name is David Moscow. Wait, why what am I thinking of Fred Savage being in? I don't know. This is uh that's him. Oh. You need mm. to go re- reset your brain, bro. Ooh. You got Fred I Savage do. up in that bitch. Oh. Which is not a bad place to be. No. Uh, but, hey, did you uh, know he's going to be in Deadpool? <laughs> PG. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, so The Fly 2 was uh, pretty weird. Um, it also had some some weird special effects that were kind of good. Uh, it was actually directed by the guy who did the effects for The Fly. And oh, this was yeah. like his directorial debut. And so I was like, and cool. His, and his finale? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, he didn't do much uh, that I saw after that. But um, weirdly, the effects in this are worse than The Fly. And I'm uh, like, maybe because you're spending time directing it, but like... It's like the 24-hour comic thing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to spend more time on this when you'd rather have it go to that. Yeah, There you go. Maybe that's the yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that great. Um, it was very forgettable. Um, so I've, I have mostly forgotten it. I was going to say uh, The Fly... Just the fly, uh, the first uh-huh. one from '86. That one has a 91% on mm. Rotten Tomatoes, whereas the Fly Two 
uh, has a whopping 27%. Oof. Yeah. It's pretty so, good. Yeah. Uh, that, that follows. I would, I would say that's about right for both of those. Um, hey, either way, still better than Man-Thing. So, right. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the last one I'll mention today was uh, this movie I've been excited about for a while. It's called Summer of 84. Have you heard of this at all? No, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it's a no. brand new movie. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. This title is a misnomer. Wait a second. What uh, the hell? Lawsuit. They do get to go back in time, like you were talking about, uh, but oh. they have no fanny packs that I saw. Oh. Um, so this is uh, a movie that's directed by like three or four different guys. They are part of some group. I, I think they started on YouTube, but I'm not positive, and I have no idea to say their name. It's RKSS. I don't know if it's RKSS. I don't know if it's Ruckus. Rickus. Oh, yeah. I don't I know what Marcus. it's... Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it's supposed to be. Um, they had done another movie that I watched part of that I, I liked a lot called Turbo Kid. That's like a really weird, um, also kind of like 80s tinged, uh, but like futuristic sci-fi movie. Um, and I watched part of it, like I said, and it was and it was cool and different. Summer of 84 is supposed to be more like a, a straight, regular movie than like their other one was kind of weird. Uh, mm. This is literally like, it's like the Summer of 84. And it's kind of like... Um, Disturbia, it's like some kids go missing, um, like 11 to 15-year-old boys have gone missing in this like area of towns in like Massachusetts. It's like six towns in this area. And, uh, Is it Derry? Because I know what uh, it was. Oh, no. Uh, Pennywise strikes again. Um, <laughs> but they, this one kid thinks that there's like a serial killer nearby and who's been like capturing all these kids and killing them and stuff. And so they start to suspect their neighbor who is a cop, um, but he's like single and, um, can be nice, but can be weird ready or whatever. To fuck. Do what? He's single. He's single ready, ready to, to fuck. fuck. <laughs> uh, but he's kind of weird and stuff. Um, but, uh, it was an interesting movie. Um, Amanda and I got really bored. Um, this movie should be like a clean 80 minute, 90 minute movie. But it's like over two hours. Okay. Um, it's it and it felt like fucking three or four. Oh, it went uh-oh. on for so long. Um, there's like a love interest. Um, it's Betty's sister from Riverdale. Is the actress um, plays like oh, a love interest okay. and stuff. But it's weird because the kids are like 15 and she was like their one of the kids' babysitters. So she's like going to college. But they kind of yeah. have a love fling together, which is not like it's it's close. But it's like it's just all weird. He still looks like a little kid. And yeah. there's no reason for her to be hanging out with him in the movie. Um, but that takes up a lot of time, I feel. Um, in particular, though, there's one rant I told Amanda I wanted to mention. And the, there's a, a part of the movie where the main kid, he's the one that thinks there's, like, a serial killer before the cops even do, before they realize. And what happens is the, the killer writes a note to the police or to the papers or whatever because he hasn't been caught. He's, like, killed, like, 15 kids. And they mm-hmm. haven't even put it together. So he, like, kind of outs himself as a serial killer. And the kid is, like, vindicated that he was the first to, like, think of this. The reason he thought of it is because he is obsessed with, like, tabloids and thinking that the government is, like, doing these like, conspiracies and there's, like, aliens and all this stuff. So he's basically, like, a conspiracy theorist 15-year-old. And what made me mad about that was I like his character. I like that he thought about those things. He gets vindicated that he you know, saw there was a serial killer on the loose before everybody else did. Um, obviously in the storyline, like they find out who the killer is and stuff. And, 
you know, he's vindicated again that he was like on the trail of whatever he was looking for and blah, blah, blah. And they're a part of it. But what makes me mad is flat earthers, Brent, um, flat earthers ruined this because now that I know flat earthers really exist in the world Mm -hmm. in 2018, they are like this kid. If this was 2018, he would be a flat earther. And in my head, I used to watch movies like this in the 80s and be like, oh, that, that kooky person who believes in the conspiracy theories is so fun. And look, they were, they're always proved right. They're always like on the trail. And I love that trope. And Flat Earthers fucking ruined that for me, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to throw that out there. It's going to be very upset. It says here that uh, the lead, lead actor, one of the lead boys, plays a young character named Alex Jones. Huh. What? Uh, it's a prequel. <laughs> That's very upsetting, too. Uh, yeah, it is upsetting uh, that you didn't enjoy this because it seemed like something that would be right up your alley. Um, you know, with like yeah. liking that kind of decade of, of film and whatnot. So what I think, it totally is, and it sucks because it's it was everything that I wanted it to be, like uh, that I could want in a movie, you know, like it's all kind mm-hmm. of there. Uh, but what I think is there is the bones are there. Uh, what I, I, I kind of mentioned before, um, in person or whatever, at least, if not on the podcast, I like to edit, and I've thought about re-editing movies before because it's an interesting, like, group of people online that do that and like mm-hmm. um there's a lot of different versions of movies you can find that people have kind of messed around with and that's fun i feel like if this movie was like an hour and 30 minutes it would have been awesome uh mm-hmm. but because it was so long and packed full of the stuff that didn't matter i was like man i i, I watched it again because i had it for like a 48 hour rental i watched it again and uh amanda was like why are you watching it again and i was like i'm watching scenes that i can take out and i was like skipping through things to see like what was really necessary uh, because not to ruin the ending, I certainly won't spoil it, but once it gets to the ending, it's awesome. And I loved oh. it so much. Okay. So now I don't know what I really feel about the movie because I hated the middle of it, but for the most part, it was good. It was just too long. Um, the acting was, you know, decent. Uh, mm. the characters are all kind of tropes. It definitely plays. It, it feels like so many other movies like Disturbia and the the Burbs, which is a movie I like with Tom Hanks in it from the eighties, like all these different movies, a place with a lot of tropes that are kind of like rehashed and rehashed, or whatever. Um, but in the, in the movie, it kind of changes, and it was like, holy fuck, that was kind of interesting. Wait, did you say the Burbs with Tom Hanks? Yep, he wasn't in the Burbs. Are you holy sure? God. Holy shit, it was Fred Savage. <laughs> he shows up everywhere. <laughs> he plays a grown up Tom Hanks. <laughs> Fred Savage as Tom Hanks in The Burbs. What's great is I love The Burbs and I've been watching a lot lately, so I know a lot of the scenes. And I'm imagining Fred Savage in that role, and it's cracking me up. It's really working. <laughs> There's a, uh, a Hulk series called The Savage Hulk, and I always like to picture Fred Savage as the Hulk. You know, Fred Savage could have been like a young Mark Ruffalo. I know, right? Yeah. So it's, it's not, too, not too wacky. So, it could work. You know. That's how you keep the Hulk around. Oh, man. <laughs> um, on on uh, Summer of 84 here, I have yeah. it pulled up on Wikipedia. So it says it's directed by, it's like Francois, Simard, Anouk Wessel, Johan Karl Wessel. <laughs> yeah. So it's like three different directors. Okay. Uh-huh. And like two directors I get. Like I know. The Russo Brothers or yeah. uh, the Butchowskis, but... You know, because you can go talk to your actors while the other one's handling something yeah. else. Or one of them can't be on set the other day. You still move forward with production. I get that. 
But like with a third director, I know. Like if I was a third director, uh, ain't shit getting done on that set. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, so I go up to one of the kid actors. All right, so how many hot dogs have you one throated today? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you just slide a fully cooked room temp hot dog uh-huh, down your uh-huh. gullet, and it helps you. Uh, I don't know, act better. Um, let's try this. <laughs> bring, bring over the pot. Let's hey, just... hey, hey. Chris Evans, craft services, come over here. <laughs> he brings him out on an upside down Captain America shield. Thanks, Cap. Uh, they, uh, sorry. They let me keep it. Yeah. <laughs> it's my surfing dish. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if I even recommend this movie. You know, I liked it uh, yeah. at the end. Um, but I don't know. Like, I if you like that type of thing, it's not uh, it's not for free. I had to rent it. So if it was for free, I would certainly say check it out. I was gonna say when I looked it up on the Just Watch app, it said that it was still in theaters. So is it yeah. on demand as well? It's so, yeah, it's like on demand and in theaters okay. at the same time. So I see. Um, I yeah, and it sucks because I remember I remember now too. It was like one of those like it was like a four ninety nine or five ninety nine rental, but the movie itself was only like nine ninety nine. And oh, yeah. I was one of those that I was afraid I wouldn't like it enough to want to buy it. And that's kind of what, how the case was. But now I'm and, also like, should I just bought it for myself? I don't know. I don't think people get the accurate or ac- an accurate <laughs> picture of when you say I was afraid that, you know, Steven gets fucking terrified. Oh, yeah. He is just sweating profusely. I am right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pit stains for days. Yeah. Even when he changes clothes. Like, pit, pit stains for days. No band name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate that, mm-hmm. it, that it wasn't good. Because it seems like anything, yeah. like recent stuff, that's set back in the day like that has, has been pretty good. Like mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Yeah. There's a comic book called Paper Girls that's kind of yeah. set in that era as well that's really good. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be like anything that happened uh, in any era, you're mm-hmm. going to have hit and misses, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah. The, there was one review, I think it was from Collider, it might have been somewhere else. Um, they'd done a review about this and they, they basically said it was like Stranger Things knockoff that doesn't live up to the hype, you know, like it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, where they were trying to cash in on that as well, but didn't quite get there. It's not as good as that kind of thing. But I still think mm-hmm. it was a decent effort. And uh, again, I, I, I would recommend it if it was free. Um, honestly, if I ever got a chance to like re-edit it or whatever, that'd be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause I think there's just like a lot of like superfluous plot lines and whatever scenes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Um, it's one of those, like, it'd be fun to talk with you about, but I, I don't know if I'd really recommend like to the general public. So <laughs> there's constant scenes of dialogue that was just like, why does Tad smell like hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's made me think, too, of uh, that that Friends episode where Joey does the spit acting with another actor. Gary Oldman teaches him how to spit on set. And now I'm just imagining, like, bits of hot dog <laughs> spitting out of their mouths, though, like, sticking on their faces. <laughs> Lovely. Fucking Tad, man. <laughs> hot dog Tad's what they call him. But yeah, so uh, those are some movies I've watched. I might mention some more stuff next week. I watched uh, a ton of stuff um, this last week, so it'd be kind of interesting to, to kind of catch back up next week. But we'll see. We've been trying to do a lot of you know the horror movie stuff for October and uh, or horror stuff in general for October. But uh, we've had other other things kind of come up, and then this comic book thing came up, which was 
rad, but didn't leave a whole lot of time to, to read a book or like read a comic book or watch a movie for you. Mm-hmm. So next yeah. week we will try to get into that. Um, we have a little bit more planned for the rest of the month and that goal. So keep tuned for that. Keep tuned, stay tuned, whatever. It works. Um, hey, actually, you know what? I do have one other thing. Yeah. Um, since we are in October and it's a kind of a horror themed month for us here, mm-hmm. uh, I have to say one of the most uh, terrifying things ever is not voting in November. Mm-hmm. There so, you go. You know, get out there, make sure you're registered to vote. Mm-hmm. Again, go to our website, votesafeamerica.com. <laughs> make sure you're registered. <laughs> Check for polling places in your area, mm-hmm. and make sure you get out there and vote. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm with you. I mm-hmm. uh, uh, re-registered the other day to make sure our new address was updated. And You're then twice, I got, this well, year. I, yeah, I got one precinct, two precinct. That's how it works. Stephen, I heard this guy tell me a story about when he was in high school. He voted for two people <laughs> in school. What a real rube! What a real buffoon! <laughs> Maybe that guy's just special, and he no, gets to vote twice. No, I think That's he's just a classic idiot. And uh, if I ever find out who it was, if I can ever remember, <laughs> he'll be dead, dead to me forever. Hey, you know what? Don't ever go listen to our podcasts again. Just, like, don't go do it. Hey, Steven. They're not good. N- no worries. <laughs> show's terrible. <laughs> I'll listen to that. Uh, <laughs> well, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. If you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, or any other stuff we mention every week and no one ever says us, uh, go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh, you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. And you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. That's right. And if you want me to describe to you my 24 hour comic yeah. over the phone, just give me a call. One nine hundred six 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 nine six nine, and uh, uh, extension uh, four. <laughs> extension three is my wife. Don't call her. <laughs> yeah. No. Extension four is specific for this comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to talk about running stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, talk talk to Brandy. She'll coach you all through that. Pacing is very important. I like I like the fact too that you would have extensions and that she's okay with the fact that her number for running talk is also six 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 sixty nine sixty nine. Yeah, hell yeah. Extension three. Yeah, totally different. Yeah, because Cage has extension one. Miles is extension oh. two. You know, dog dog. Hey, you want to talk to my dogs? <laughs> I yeah. totally want to talk to your dogs. That sounds great. It's just them panting and farting. Oh, so. man. Well, yeah. it sounds lovely. Yeah, it's them, not me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, uh, without anything else to mention or say, uh, without further ado, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm tired. <laughs> let's sleep later. <laughs> yeah. No, now. No, what? What? Bryn, let's sleep now. The 64th episode. You know what I think of when I think of 64? Nintendo, baby! Yeah! So, think where it is Nintendo. Cool, alright. Alright. On three. One, two, three. Nintendo. Nintendo.
Hello? There we go. Hey. Now I can hear you. All right. Fuck, man. You're still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. Are you still good? Yeah, big freeze. Super big freeze. Feel free to edit this part out, Steve. <laughs> man, it just like blanked out for like a massive chunk okay. of that. <clears throat> that was that so is, funny. Because it blanked out. And you were just uh, drinking your coffee cup. The end, that was what it stopped on. <laughs> so you're just sitting there drinking the. And I just kept going. I just kept talking. On, on yours earlier, you 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 were looking like right at the screen, but you had your like oh yeah fingers on your temples, mm-hmm. so it looked like you were listening just listening intently intent. earlier. Yeah. But but I was like, oh, he's not blinking for a large Wait portion. Wait a second. Of this. <laughs>